Hello, and welcome to the Manny DeRusso Show, with Manny DeRusso and friends. Meaning me, Manny, alone, with my SpaghettiOs. How are you today, Jason? Not talking. This is on you. You have to fill the whole five minutes. I, I, okay. Fuck you, Manny. Um, Fuck you. Fuck you and your mother. I'm gonna kill you. So, I was, uh, hey, 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 she's a wonderful woman. She's a handsome woman. She was a wonderful woman. Until I ruined her vagina coming out like eggshells. She begged me to die. Jesus, you're no now you're no worse than than uh, than uh, Jeff. I've I, almost forgotten his you know, name. I killed her. I made her swallow a can of spaghettios. She willingly did it. Not a can opened. A full can of unopened spaghettios. You mouth raped my mom and didn't let me see it. Uh, no, I put a can of spaghettios into her mouth and forced it down her throat. Yeah, she that then sounds wrote, like a Forgive violation. me in her own feces on the floor. That's that's how it happened. <laughs> For bringing me into the world, right? And they weren't even vegetarian spaghetti. How about that? You know what I did today? I was at the local high school care. teaching woodshop. And, uh, and you cut your dick off. Yay. No, no, no. I would never my cut that off. That's my greatest nightmare is that you will reproduce, Manny. I'm pretty sure I already have. No, you fucking take that back. When I was when I was in my early 20s, I started meeting girls online. And I met this one girl who I talked to for quite a long time. And I decided to fuck her without a condom because she's a nurse. And being a nurse means that she's cleaner. That is literally what I told my friends. I don't think any of that happened, Manny. I don't think you've ever been touched by a robot. No, they met her. No, they didn't. They did. They actually met her. And was she a sane person? She was in her 40s. <laughs> she really wanted to have some young young cock put in her. That's, that, that's what the message is that I showed my friends. Oh, that poor cougar. How desperate was she? But she wanted me to fuck her without a condom. She said because she's a nurse, it means that she's cleaner. Did the nurse tell you that? Yes, and even though my friend's admonitions were that she was probably more likely to actually have diseases, I still did it anyway, yeah. many times. When did you start peeing pus, Manny? After I started dating teenage girls who wouldn't lie to me. Okay, I'm gonna... F oh, oh, you're gonna get fucked up. I hate you so much, Manny. Do you know that? That doesn't seem to affect you at all. Well, nothing really affects me. I don't have emotions. You know I killed my own dad? Yes, I know that, Manny, but he was Hitler, so I don't, I don't feel bad about that. Well, he wasn't literally Hitler. He was literally he was Hitler, Manny. <laughs> well, he did put my, she my friend Shecky in the oven. You are the... F you're the end result of the master race. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. I'm perfectly white. I have green eyes, a nice light shade of brown hair, and uh -huh. there's no Asian in me. How do you know that? Um, and how I does that make you bones? the master race if you have no Asian in you? <laughs> Asians typically try to take over the world, and they keep failing what at it. What the fuck are you talking about? This is actually true. They've tried to it's, take over the world many times. It's not true. <laughs> Throughout history, uh, like most wars have been fought in China. That's because it was a, a, a bunch of different smaller countries that fought amongst each other. Exactly. White people would never do that. No, that's not the history of Europe. It's not like Italy wasn't a bunch of smaller city-states that fought amongst each other. Or that Germany wasn't a unified country until the 1800s. But they were all white. What difference does that make, you psychopath? I don't know. I don't think I could fuck a black woman. I'm going to eat a steak and shit in your mouth. <laughs> Well, at least it will Is have gone through your... Is that vegan, Manny? 
I'm only vegan when it's convenient. Oh, I see. So when you want to try to impress a girl, you say you're a vegan. Exactly. And then, and then I'll go eat and eat Cheez-Its in front of my friends. And when they explain that it has mono and diglycerides along with animal fat and, and cheese. I don't think, actually, continue... I think Cheez-Its are fine. I, I think Cheez-Its are fine. Nope, there are still animal derivatives in them. Oh, well, if there's any kind of cheese product, then it's not vegan. Exactly. But I'll continue eating them like I'm making them the crunchiest, loudest thing on earth in the middle of a theater. You know, one time, Manny, I was eating Cheez-Its, obsessively eating Cheez-Its for, I can't remember why, but for some reason I decided, I wonder what would happen if I just kept sticking them in my mouth and chewing them and adding them to this gigantic ball of chewed Cheez-Its in my mouth. I remember watching such a thing on Mr. Wizard. He asked what the children the f- to, it's true, I there was a black and white episode where he kept feeding a child crackers. No, you're hallucinating, got... there's no Mr. Wizard where he just kept feeding a child crackers. Actually, there absolutely is. He kept feeding them crackers and said to stop when they had no longer spit, in, no more spit in their mouth. That was the scientific test. Oh, he was God. explaining about how saliva comes out of the mouth of a child. Well, he didn't <laughs> say it like that, but... Great. It's time for you to go when we start the show. Goodbye, Manny. I'm not going anywhere. You're I'm staying going. the whole episode. It's I'm the Manny DeRusso show it with Manny and his mom's corpse on the floor. I will kill myself, Manny. With a broom I'll handle. take you with me. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank God. Three... Two, there is one. no God. Shut up, Manny. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Let Me Finish Two Men One Stone. What's wrong with you, man? One million yeah. interruptions. I am Jason Harding. You've been acting. You're acting like you've been talking to a. a Say your name. <laughs> And I am Atticus Blake. And on this show, Atticus tells a story, and and I interrupt him to the great hilarity. We've been doing it for four (laughs) years. Five. Five years. Congratulations, by the way. Why? On what? Because uh, today, uh, November 28th, 2018, for the first time ever, the Lemmy Listen Podcast Network had more than 100,000 listens in a year. Oh, and, and this was five years ago? No, I mean, this year we've, our total Oh, you is mean three, just our podcast? Yeah. So, in total, we've had 315,000 listens. Yay! 100,000 of those, a third of our total listens was just in this year alone, and the year it's, isn't even over it's yet. It's just one old man in a basement <laughs> naked, listening hundreds of thousands of times. <laughs> Someone walked in and said, okay, old man, you're trapped here in my revenge. You have to listen to this. And he just turns on the Let Me Listen podcast network. He's just screaming and screaming. <laughs> like a clockwork orange. They have his eyes pinned open. There's nothing on Why, the there's screen. There's nothing to see. It's just, it's just they're, they're like playing this to a blank screen. Anyway. And like, okay. And People have the right to live and not listen to this. Read the story and I interrupt him and hey, guys if you have a story you want us to read on the show please go to the let me listen podcast website go to the contact page and leave it for us there or send me a message and let me know how you want to send it to me so what are we doing what are you reading this time we are reading a story by anubis anubis hooves anubis hooves thank you Anubis. they have sent us several stories thank you very much Uh uh-oh are they about the poopies this one isn't yet another i shat my pants god we had the age of Haydn, and now we have the age of pooping in your pants. I suck my fingers and my butt and pooped on the floor. Okay, stop. No more, Manny. Go away. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright, so... 
Subject: The dead aren't the only ones who void their bowels. A story about exactly what you think it is by Anubis Hooves. Great. So this is what we're going to become known for. I don't know why. Oh, subject message. Oh, it's because I I dragged and dropped directly from the email. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you, you read subject message. Yes, message. Since I sent you the Lovecraft-inspired business plan. We oh yeah, that one that. was great. That's yeah. a. Gr- that w- I actually got creeped out during that one. <laughs> Since I sent you the Lovecraft-inspired business plan, I have since unexpectedly left the funeral industry. You're oh. dead now, aren't you? No, there's no. other reasons. Because you, know. you, don't, you don't like watching other people fiddle with corpses. Lead guy comes in, opens the door, you're there, she's there. <laughs> Jesus. You hurriedly put on clothes as, you, as you're chased out of the building. Or the other guy joins in and freaks you out even more because there are other people just the like you. The smell of formaldehyde makes you horny. That thing. Oh, God. <laughs> Could you imagine? I, you go I, to school and you open up, okay, we're doing fetal pigs, and you get your fetal pig, and it's like, you go, oh, man, that smell always makes me horny. I want to put mine in the microwave so it's warm. Okay, we're stopping. <laughs> Ooh, God, is that warm. My physiology partner was a girl, and she took she went to no end to try to make me barf. You took with a class that. in physiology? Yeah, we had physiology in high school. Oh, oh, all right. I didn't. I they don't have that out here. I don't. I don't remember. Ever, I remember biology. This was in 1986. So was five. We had a lot of different. We had a science requirement, and you could choose what science you wanted to go into. Most kids went into bio two, which was basically biology two. But if you wanted to take other things, um, physiology was offered and was basically, you know, we learned how the liver breaks, you know, how to detect chemicals and what the liver does and, you know, uh, we dissected a fetal pig and that took fucking forever, but, and she would like You know what I got to dissect? She would move its little mouth and make it talk to me and she named (laughs) it So she, this this inspired your love of puppets. She was one of my best friends in high school uh, who I've completely (laughs) lost track of and um, yeah. No, actually, you know what? Um, My, one of my midterms was a a uh, a project where we described a gland in the body and we chose the pineal gland and i actually made a puppet that was a pineal gland and it would d- did this little thing and i remember the thing that we did was if i get um, ruined you get ruined my partners for that tiny little thing <laughs> my partners for that were two girls and i said what do i do i excrete chemicals and they spray squirt bottles into the into the into the class <laughs> it was that was fine <clears throat> I that's got the food. same class where my teacher um, left was gone for the last uh, quarter because he had been diagnosed with AIDS. Oh, he was he was on complete dialysis, and at the time he had those like really raised areas on his forearms where they would do where they take him in for dialysis, mm-hmm. and they believe that he got AIDS through blood product. So, uh, uh-uh, you only get it because you're gay. Stop it. What you don't like my lack of knowledge? That was also the class where the um. Right before we were leaving uh, out of physiology, um, he turned on the TV that was in the class, and that was where I heard that the shuttle disaster had happened. Holy shit. Oh, that's so weird. I was in grade school when that happened, and we were watching the launch. Literally, like, just like the Punky Brewster episode. I don't even know what you're talking about now. I don't... You, you don't know who Punky Brewster is? I know is. who Punky Brewster is, but I okay, never Okay, there was an episode it. where they talked about the Challenger explosion because it happened while she was watching it in class. Uh-huh. Uh, and I remember watching that in class. I, yeah. I was probably, it was probably kindergarten, and I, I remember, I remember watching that. I was like, oh, this is cool, this is cool. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, someone called him in the classroom as we were all getting going, and then he just turned on the TV and turned it on the news. And there it was, Big as Life. We didn't see it live, but it was being reported everywhere. Can you imagine, like, that? Like 9-11 is the thing for people who graduated in, you know, in the early 2000s. Yeah. Like, they, they probably were kids who were in school, who were, like, little kids, like, in kindergarten, who were only five in 2001. They were like, yeah. okay, something bad's happening, and we need to know what's going on, because we might have to send you home. Right. And they bring in the TV and show the collapse of these two gigantic towers. Can you imagine how terrifying that must have been? Yeah. I remember, let's see, I was in sixth grade when Mount St. Helens exploded. I jacked off during that. You weren't alive, Manny. Yes, I was. Not in 1982, you weren't. Uh, yes, I was. 81. I was born you in weren't 19... alive in... You weren't alive in I was in born 81. in 1978. No, you weren't. Yes, he was, Jason. Oh, fuck. Really? He was two years older than me, in I fact. I should have so strangled probably... him in his crib. <laughs> uh, he was... Year and a half older than me, but yeah, yeah. All right, fine. Are you going to read the story? <laughs> you changed the subject. I didn't. Which is what you're supposed to do, so I was glad you did. I jacked off during the Hulk Challenger explosion. It made me so happy. Oh, God. <laughs> and it has started to work for the same organization Jane's, uh, Jason has indicated he works for. Oh, he works for Elon Musk. Elon Musk? <laughs> Nuh-uh. I have okay, to say, cool. that stylized T logo for the company doesn't look at all as menacing when you see it in red, five feet tall, against a white background above you. It looks <laughs> just like a Nazi flag. A Nazi... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I like Elon Musk. Jason disagrees, but I like the guy. Yikes. He's a fucking frat boy douchebag who thinks he's Tony Stark. He's incredibly intelligent, and you should stop shitting on the people who His are trying to His electric cars help. are a boondoggle. <laughs> And as soon as you're driving one, I will laugh my ass off. Oh, yeah, sure. As soon as I can cobble together $160,000 for one of his cars. No, no, no. You'll be 57 when you get one. I'll buy it for you. I will refuse. I will buy... If I handed you the keys to a brand new Tesla, you would not be like, nah, I can't I'll buy the electric version from Yugoslavia called the Zip Zap or whatever it's called. You want to get one of those little bubbles? Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll get <laughs> one of the bubbles. bubbles that... Uh, yikes. So Atticus asked for stories about pants failing. Pants filling. Ooh, I got mm. Pants filling sounds like something you put in pants to eat later. I'm, t- I'm still trying to remember all the times I've shat my pants. I don't think I did it at school. All the times? <laughs> it's happened more than <laughs> once. No, I don't. No, in my life, I mean. I don't know all why I said All the times. I'm pretty sure that I fudged my, fudged my undies Wait, at least you didn't, you school. didn't keep a crap journal like you're supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> like everybody else in the world? No. No, that's why I, I turtled all the way school. home. Barely made it to bathroom. I shook. I shook a giant piece out of my pant leg. Loose consistency. There's only out of in my whole life. There is only one poop that I remember, and it was so. It was so. And I swear to God, I remember all of them. It was so long and so big. And what made me go, "Huh, that's weird," was that it looked like it was mold that my my large intestine that it had molded an impression of my large intestine in it. Yeah, I've had yeah. that. I had that when I was overeating for my bodybuilder diet, and it was just me drinking protein shakes and eating almost no carbohydrates. Oh, so just my... shit a fucking brick? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it came out, it was just this giant, solid, and enormous... Okay, okay. Alright, alright. Now, now. Here's a, here's a shorty, right? I did not... I didn't poop in my pants, but... Alright. We... Oh my god, I can't believe I asked for this. This so is now... what the show's become. This, <laughs> this is, is what the show this has become. This is the show is now. I, with the, when I was in mid-teenage years, like, we talked about the uh, video camera that my brother owned that we... that, that I, I stole... 
and then filmed myself jacking off with and then left the tape for my friends to find. Well, anyway, with that same video camera, I wondered what it would look like to see poop coming out of my butt. Oh my god, Addy. <laughs> so I filmed Addy, it. there are limits to curiosity. What? I was just like, huh, so that's what I'd look like taking a shit. But unlike Manny, I actually recorded over it later so no yeah, one would So that find no one it. found it later. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I taped some things. Exist. Let's hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. Let's let's watch <laughs> let's watch some of Addie's guitar practice. It's geez, we got really good. People wouldn't know what they were looking at for a second. I have to tell you, it was a menacing piece of shit, too. It was like, I, I had, well, I had to squat on the floor <laughs> instead of doing it into the toilet. So I put down a paper towel and I just sort of squatted over it. And I was like, I was like, and I how come this wasn't the second story after the one about you shaving your balls? <laughs> I don't know. Cause I forgot <laughs> about it. Oh, God, the things I'm willing to admit now. Well, it doesn't it's sound like, like it was no spur, spur of the moment. It sounds like you thought about it, planned. Well, I was just curious. I was just curious about So I went into the bathroom, and I yeah. laid down some paper towels, and I, I shortened the... I shortened the... I put the camera on the floor, and from the vantage point through the through the lens, I could see I could see the carpet in, like, a... a you know, in, through, you know, the narrow, narrow view, so that, you know, my, my ass and my butthole were just in the middle of the... In the Jesus. middle of the fucking film... And I just was like, okay, here we go. I've I've been curious about certain certain things about my body, but never that. You were never curious about what that looks like. I mean, I've I've had I've I've had an MRI, um, Mm -hmm. so So I know what my I know what my skull looks like for the most part, um, which was something I was curious about, because you never really know. I've I've had a CT. Yeah, Um, (coughs) I've always wanted to know what you know. I wanted the things that I wanted to want to know what it looks like are probably impossible for me to see. Like absorption, like when you absorb nutrients <coughs> through the alveoli or whatever they're called in your in your. Well, in your, I mean, lo- it's on the molecular level that it's yeah. In, you're you're that's taking I, in the oxygen. That's what I want to so. see. <laughs> I want to see an atom. That's what I want. I want to be well, able you, to see. It. You technically can, but what you're not, what you're seeing is, I mean, uh, as I understand it, 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 you're you're seeing, you know, the the electrons that are bouncing off of other electrons. Yeah, and because they're moving so fast, it looks like it, it looks like mm. just a round shape rather than the um rather than the uh the, the nodules that they they spin in mm-hmm. um they you know it's not it's not actually round it's like it's like shaped like tauruses and and donuts and well, a don't a taurus is a donut i mean shaped like <laughs> two two balloons uh-huh. um you know each one and the more electrons you add the more shapes are added mm-hmm. like they don't they don't actually they don't actually spin around i know you know this why am i yeah. saying it but, but i mean the stuff that i've always wanted to see are things that you like i want to know if something could get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller technically inner space is infinite right yeah because you can even you can infinitely divide by half and smaller yeah you can divide any length by half which means and that used to freak me out when i first when i was first starting to think about it it was like Didn't okay they, do, they did something like that in ant-man where he just keeps getting smaller yeah and smaller. i like that too but they came up with weird stuff i think it would just be vast you know blackness but what i was thinking was okay wait i have a space between my fingers right if i hold my thumb and my index finger apart and I said, I can have that distance forever right. and never stop. It'll just continue to be <coughs> halved and halved and halved and halved. But it is a finite amount of space between those two points. 
Yeah. Yet there is an infinite amount of space between them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, poop story. <laughs> so you, wait, we were like, I saw the poop, and it was just like an angry, angry like. And Not then I, yours. As I, watched, <laughs> as I watched it, I was just like, holy shit! I really got to get rid of this so no one else sees it. But I was just like, oh man, no, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, so Atticus asked for stories about pants filling, the bad kind in the back you tend to do later in life, which is true. Not the good kind in the front that happens often in younger life. Yeah. <laughs> I have such a story. That's never of, happened to me. Of the former, sadly not the latter. Hmm. This happened in the summer of 2011. I graduated from mortuary school and I had I had started my first job at a funeral home where I would be meeting with families and aiding in final arrangements. Oh my god, this like this has got to like like be very difficult to do. You have to like wear the suit and tie and keep a straight face. Yeah. You know, knowing that you just like stitched this person's mouth shut and like broke their arms into place so that they, you know, like Please stop. I understand. <laughs> this was Port Townsend, Washington. Mm. It's a cute little town at the end of an L-shaped peninsula jutting off of the northeast corner of the Olympic Peninsula. Stephanie Meyer lives not far away on that island. I hope they firebomb that fucking island. <laughs> I, I hope... I was reading Stephen King, Stephen King talking about her and how shitty uh-huh. he thinks her are. She yeah. is, he was just like, he was just like, she can't write for crap. But I really love J.K. Rowling, but Stephanie Meyer, no, no, she's just. Well, that's because shit. he recognizes in J.K. Rowling that she has actual talent. And that she's better. He actually, I think he admitted that she's better than he is at, at one point. And she, well, she is the world's best selling author for a reason. She's focused. Yeah. I think she's more focused as a writer than, than King is. King can go off on weird tangents and, you know. He, you know what he's really I think I've said this before he's really good at people he's really good at people he can make someone seem alive like someone you know yeah I know I know Bill Dendro he's in the other room right now I was gonna go you know play video games with him <laughs> <laughs> but he's really but when it comes to the plot of a book that's where it kind of gets that's yeah. where it kind of gets iffy it's like what do you care about more when you read it you care more about the kids you don't really care that it turns out that it is a giant spider that was coughed up by a space turtle or something like i can't remember what the ultimate origin story for it was he it would have been better off if he had never attempted to explain what it what what pennywise was well i my my understanding was that it's it it's it, it is literally the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs i thought he they, arrived on the on the asteroid he well he is a part of it as an as the last of an alien race or that, yeah something like that it's dippy mm-hmm. when we would have been perfectly satisfied with he's unexplainable that would have i would have been perfectly fine if we could not explain what he was, mm. right? Because ultimately what actually mattered was how the characters dealt with him, not where he came from. That's not the important bit. Mm. His origin didn't matter to how they eventually overcame overcame him. How about the fact that he didn't really die and he showed up in the end of the Gunslinger series? Stop. <laughs> There, I just ruined seven long Stephen King books. No, 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 no. It's it, he, he dies again. He gets killed by the gunslinger. <laughs> I just ruined it more. <laughs> Uh, anyway, bit of a coincidence since the at the very first funeral home I worked at, it was less than a block away from the house they used as the exterior of Bella's house in the first movie. Ugh. But I digress. I, I okay. If you liked these stories, Anubis, it's it's okay. I just yeah. Play, no. Hey, you guys, like what you like. Yeah, like dig what, what, like, what I you just dig. don't. I think they're terrible stories, and that she is not a, a person that girls should be looking up to and going, "Oh yes, I want to be fought over by t- a werewolf and a vampire." Well, you know what? You know what my take is on it. What? That it is a thinly veiled. Um, 
allegory for Mormonism. Really? Yeah. Because Stephanie Meyer is a Mormon. And so she sets up this group of people who most people misunderstand or don't understand. And in truth, they're beautiful, glistening, wonderful creatures, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they these people live separately from the rest of their kind, the rest of the vampires because they establish when they, have to. they establish in the books that there is like a hierarchical like leadership group and they are kind of like a subset. So if you took that allegory and said, "Oh, okay. So these are they this group is the group that still believe practices polygamy." <laughs> Uh. And they're breaking away from from the foundations of their order or whatever you want to call it. And they kind of live secluded away from everyone else. And it's basically about her eventual conversion. Because you remember, she then marries them and then becomes a vampire. She becomes one of them at the end of the book. I didn't I didn't care enough to read any of them, did you? Mm, no, but my the people in my family did. My daughter was crazy for them. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it was kind of geared towards teenage girls. Yeah, that's true. But, you know what was better? Harry Potter. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but I digress. I had, at that point, wanted to move to Port Townsend since I first visited there a decade prior when I was 18. So, of course, I jumped at the chance to start my career at the funeral industry there. It turned out to be a huge mistake, but that's another story. Please send us that story. Yes. Anyway, on the night in question, at this point in my life, I developed a bit of a drinking problem. Well, that'll give you oh, diarrhea. Oh, boy, Yeah. Oh, man. You know what it's like to to, to be on a drinking bender for a very long time and then all of a sudden stop and you actually have a solid bowel movement. (laughs) That's that's filmable right there. Yeah, film that and remember that. Don't listen, please. Next to Grandma's 86th birthday. And, uh, no, tape over. The part 1986 of... World Series. <laughs> Start at Grandma's 85th birthday, then film yourself with the loose bowel movement. And then you watch Billy Buckner and not catch that, that catch in the 1986 World Series. Then send it to their home so they can play it on the community room television. <laughs> I remember the... pooping! And then watch the Challenger explosion. <laughs> that was my last poop. At this point in my life, I had developed a bit of a drinking problem. At my last funeral home, I would usually get only get drunk on, on nights I, was, I wasn't I was on call. But sometimes on nights I was. Let me take a brief moment to explain term. Okay. You know, when you're on call for the, the funeral industry, you are in either the person who answers the phone for the funeral home after hours, and you have to be ready to, at any time, drive to a place of death, or alone with someone else to a place of death to take someone into our care, or both. Oh, okay, I'm the person that has many times handed off yes. the, the dead to the person who's coming from the nursing home. So right. I'm the person that says hello and then and I'm the person that cleans them up and, and gives them to you and, and dresses them and you know uh, make sure that there's no more there's no more you know feces or urine in their in their you know expendables and yeah they're they're yeah. in fairly good shape. Make sure that their jaw is shut and uh yeah yeah that's me. You see me. Since driving and or being a caring, not slurring voice to someone who has exper- just experienced a loss, sobriety is usually a good idea when one is on call. True. In Port Townsend... You don't want to hear, hello. <laughs> I'm so drunk, I don't know if okay. I can drive to... I, I'll be there in like... Uh... 
for like five hours. Is that okay? Because oh boy, <laughs> I'm, I'm I don't the guy think I can walk to... across the room right now. <laughs> I'm the guy who's gonna weave on your lawn and leave tire marks, and then <laughs> I'm gonna skid sideways onto your lawn with the and then have the back um, the back tailgate open. A hearse just crashed into our tree in the front yard, and the guy's puking into our bushes. <laughs> I'm here for grandma. <laughs> Give me the grandma. <laughs> oh, it's not your grandma, it's your wife. Sorry, my, <laughs> this must be the wrong place, but I'll take her too and then go to the next. We can pack about 20 people in the one back of one. Except of these the things. sleeping wife from the couch. Stop it. <laughs> said, Stop hitting me. You're going, you're getting, the, you're getting in the car with me now. I'm doing all my stops now. Just pile them in. God, this place smells. <laughs> Did you just cook some ramen noodles? Oh my god! Oh please, don't! I'm, oh, so I'm gonna hungry. throw up! I'm gonna throw up! No, I don't want a pork sandwich. Stop it! I'm gonna go put your mom in the microwave now. Don't ask why. Don't! I have to. It's, I'm a professional. I'm gonna cook these Tony pizza rolls on top of her head. Okay, I'm real hungry. <laughs> to get your my, fuck my out of my life. My are real loose. <laughs> Man, she's got big meat curtains. <laughs> Watch this bloop. Look gotta, at that. I gotta stitch them shut so they don't. She's leak. at she's at full sail. <laughs> Have you seen Neon Demon yet, Jason? No, I haven't. Oh my god, you gotta watch that fucking movie. Because there's meat I'll, flaps in it. No, I'll t- there's a scene. All right, in this movie, it's a great movie. You gotta watch the whole thing. So I don't want this to be a deterrent for people, but it is a fantastic movie where a woman who works as a mortician starts eyeing this other this dead woman on the table and we're like what the fuck and then all of a sudden this this dead she she gets on top of this dead naked woman and starts kissing her and touching her tits and she has sex with a dead body in, in the scene and i'm just sitting there like you started this sentence as this is not a deterrent <laughs> no but it no it's it's really it's a really pivotal plot point oh, i bet it is <laughs> but, but you sit there and you're like what the fuck is going on how did this why why? It's oh. like when I clicked on on that movie Love, and it starts with a hand job, and I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck is happening?" Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <coughs> oh, my vaping. <coughs> Sorry, guys. All right, but, back to the story. I'll take your mom out of the. No, not ours. His. <laughs> no, that's the freezer. I don't want her cold. I want her hot, like a hot pocket. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, a, like a big old... Oh, man, do you fucking have hot pockets? <laughs> I would love to. And Shit. ramen noodles. <laughs> Just tuck them under armpits. Let's take them with me. That's fine. No, no, man, I haven't been drinking. I did smoke a lot of weed, though. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a I, completely different. That's like, hey, man. I, I, that's why I want to eat. I, all right, I drank and I smoked. Okay. <coughs> I shot a little bit of heroin. Okay. <laughs> Can you help put this coke in my nose so I can? My <laughs> help heart won't put stop. this coke. I'm gonna lay down. I, I'm too tired to snort it. Just pour it into each nostril, please. Why are your and, kids crying? I don't understand. And then blow it <laughs> into my nose. Can, can I snort it off your 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 wife's ass? Okay, I'm gonna. I there's this crystal meth. Can you please just sprinkle a little bit of it on my asshole, please? <laughs> I'll I'll. This will help me be a better driver. 
You know, waking up, I, I used to have my CDL. I won't tell you how I lost it, but I, when I, man, I was driving on the road for f- f- 15 and 20 hours, I needed to stay awake. So sometimes I just, you know, did a little bit of this. You want to do something with me? I mean, your wife just died, so it'll help you. It'll take the edge off the edge. <laughs> take your edge off the edge. The guy's going, there is no one here that is dead, sir. Please leave my home. Are you sure? She, your wife looks real bad. <laughs> Hold on a sec. Okay, I'm gonna make a dead person then. <laughs> oh, it's just, she doesn't. She doesn't look okay. I mean, she look at how she's got bags under her eyes that tell me she's got heart problems. She doesn't look be, happy. I'll give her enough of this meth that it will stop her heart. What do you mean she's not happy because I'm here? <laughs> she's not happy because you don't know how to please her. I'll show right, you. If you can fuck gonna, her right. I'm going to put her in the microwave to heat her up. And then you and I can have our way with her. <laughs> Shh. Do you hear sirens? <laughs> Why'd you call them? I got to give my horse and cat out. I, I, don't, I don't have enough to share. I don't have enough. I... Read his story, please. <laughs> this can go on forever. I just so much. She's dead. Okay. On such a night. Wait, wait. Okay. I wasn't going to let something like always being on call from treating any at that time undiagnosed anxiety and depression with the numbing effects of sweet, sweet booze. Right on. Yeah. <clears throat> on such a night, maybe less than a week after starting my job, I, I've got a healthy swerve on and my boss calls. Someone has just passed at a local retirement home slash rehab center. And it's Ooh. me. It's me. I'm standing there at the door. I have, time tra- <laughs> I have like time and space traveled to the past. <laughs> and I'm like, she's nice and warm for you like a hot pocket. <laughs> don't hurry up and get here. And it's you. I'm sorry. I don't know why I keep saying her. It's probably because mostly women live long enough to actually end up being in yeah. nursing homes. Most of them, their husbands have been dead for like 30 or 40 years. I'm glad he was gone. I put him I in the I don't even remember his <laughs> ugly face. <laughs> he gave me ugly children, too. I've always been bitter. You know what I remember about him? Chlamydia. That's what I remember. <laughs> He got it from a Saigon whore and gave it to me when he came home. (laughs) Okay, I have on occasion been completely trashed around someone and they didn't seem to notice. I hoped I could play it cool and the boss wouldn't notice. I get in my car and drive the equivalent of eight city blocks to the funeral home. In the parking lot is my boss, who will call Mr. Jailbait for reasons that are well-earned, I'm told. Most of the residents of Port Townsend will understand. Okay. Here's another story you can say. Us. Yes. Us, he was the one who helped me. Get rid of the lady. <laughs> Jason's not engaging even though he I wants to. I can't because we'll go down another road. We can't do it. It's is sitting in the passenger seat of the running first van, call van, and as I approach, he says, "You drive. I want to know. I want you to know your way around town." Uh-huh. Instead of confessing, "Um, I'm damn near blackout drunk, so driving probably isn't the best idea." Now, I decide the best way to keep up the illusion that I was sober was just to go with what he says. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> this is awful, uh, but it's kind of awesome at the same time. It's it, well, they lived, and they're not in jail. Well, maybe they that's are. true. Maybe they are. They're writing. This they're project. writing this from prison. I also wrote a story called Five Hundred Million Dollar Mike." <laughs> 
I decide the best way to... Okay. Uh, now I remember bits and pieces of the drive to the retirement home and of getting the cot out of the back of the van and heading towards the entrance of the retirement home. The actual removal trip back to the van and most of the drive back to the funeral home is a complete blank. Oh, what God. I do remember is two police vehicles parked the driver's side window to the driver's side window. That's what it says. To driver's okay. side window parking in the parking lot of the funeral home when we got back. Oh, they were talking. Apparently, the apartment complex uh, kitty corner from the funeral home was a hotbed of drug activity and the cops were parked there observing. Oh, okay. And of course, Mr. Fucking Jailbait instructed me to pull up to the police vehicle so he could chat with them. Oh, please, no. Mm-hmm. The cops are watching. No, no, I'm just helping Mindy with her homework. <laughs> I don't I missed the joke, I'm sorry. Mr. Jailbait. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. <laughs> I have a hot pocket. No, her parents totally know she's with me. It's, what, three in the morning? (laughs) She's cramming for a test. I'm a biologist. (laughs) What? He's teaching her. (laughs) (laughs) This is my penis. (laughs) Yeah, so it's all perfectly perfectly normal. I'm just cramming her. We're cramming. (laughs) We're cramming for her sex ed test. I'm, I'm teaching her about sex ed. Because I'm a teacher, too. I'm a teacher and a biologist. And I'm just... I'm cramming and cramming into her her knowledge hole. With a PhD. Yeah, I teach at a high school with a PhD. Like that guy in that show, the breaking breaking her. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Anyway... He does so to what my presumably whiskey-reeking ass feels like for fucking ever. Finally, we drive around to the building where the cooler is. We do, oh my god, this place is so big it actually has, like, a, a, a cooler to hold people. Yeah. Wow, my, I've never worked in a place that large, Jason. Never. Okay. Where they just come and it's like it's like one person a night sometimes. Yeah. Not a night, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's one person a night is dying at the place I work at. That's a, yeah, that sounds <laughs> awful, actually. It's, it's like that's. <laughs> interview with the Do you advertise it like that? Well, only one person a night dies at our <laughs> at our place. You know that scene in Interview with the Vampire where he's like, "But a strange disease seemed to seems to seem to overtake befall the, the yeah, yeah yeah." Now there was a great vampire story. Oh god, written well in the seventies. Well researched, so well done. Mm, yes, I'm gonna go read that right now. Let's read that. No, you're gonna yeah. finish reading this story. <coughs> the summer of 1871 was when it happened. Sorry, 1781. Oh man. I, I haven't read that one in a long time. Okay. We do all the necessities to log the person in and place them in the cooler, during which Mr. Jailbait goes home to his house across the street from the funeral home. Now, I'm not sure when the rumblings of gastric distress began, but I remember them becoming more pronounced as I was checking our newest person in. It's kind of ironic that that, that Anubis is going to shit themselves instead of the body. Mm, stop. Just go. Come on. It, and it, it is actually a true ir- irony, not a, it not is a fake true irony. irony. Yeah. yeah. After I was done with everything that I was required to do, I knew I found myself at a... He's like, I could see him writing on the paperwork. He's like, I forgot my... What's my name? It's on my (laughs) wallet. Hold on. I can't read it. That's my fucking name? My name's Flibberflobberflibs. God... No, I hate that. Scratch it. I'm scratching it out. Scratch, scratch. My name's Nippy Titwinkle. <laughs> oh, come on. This is official. I got to make it sound official. Doctor, Scr- Mr. Nippy Flesh Whistle. That's right. Doctor for PhD, DDS, Flesh DVM. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Doctor Flesh Whistle. <laughs> I can hear Jason's seat creaking as he's like. 
okay. Uh, I knew I had to find myself a place to relieve myself somewhere. And fast. There was a yeah. wooded area behind the building where the cooler and crematorium was, so I headed that direction. As oh. I rounded the corner, a motion-activated security light came on. God damn it. You're not trying to shit, are you? <laughs> now, you. <laughs> shit detected. After you can do that on the floor in the building, you know. Like some guy's <laughs> yeah, just, he's just... Just, you know, get some paper towels and one a camera. Of the, one of the nurse's aides will clean it up. <sighs> Since I somehow thought that I, what I needed to do was best done away from any source of light, I retreated back to my car, thinking it was my best bet was to he- head home, hoping that I would make it to a bathroom there. After securing the job in PT, I went for, to Craigslist and found a master bedroom for rent in a house in a relatively new housing development north of town. There was a key to the front door and a key to my room. Having been completely smashed, I left the house to head to the funeral home, and I did not have the foresight to turn the porch light on so that upon my return I would more easily find the unfamiliar key to unlock the door and where to place it. I could just see him drunkenly scratching the the, the paint on the door with his... his, (laughs) There's there's no door, he's just scratching at somebody's window, and they're like... Uh, upon my return, I could more easily find an un... Uh, okay. The whole way home, I needed to void my bowels increased... The need to void my bowels increased exponentially as I searched on the darkened porch for the right key to proper... to And the proper angle to allow me to gain an- entry. I'm going inside a hot pocket. Come on, Jason. He's I like, don't know. No, I want to get where boobs. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I filmed it. I filmed it and I, I put it on the internet. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> I was... All that I was holding in what my poor diet and a an inordinate amount of booze hath wrought gave up and all that was unholy in my body spilled forth. <laughs> I managed to unlock the door, waddle in, waddle upstairs into the corner into my room and further oh. around to the bathroom. I stepped into the shower and assessed the damage. Perfect. I grew up wearing tidy whities and after all my and after all of my cock piercings and attempting to, to go commando it was made very clear to me that wearing something that moved independently of my pants was the very best thing to I could do to avoid the discomfort and the unnecessary sagging of an errant barbell or ring on the inside of my pants. Ugh. Fruit of the Loom was the only the only brand that seemed to be able to provide. Fruit of the Loom was actually started in the mill down the street from where I live. I know. You told me. <laughs> that's, that's so weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fruit of the Loom was the only brand that seemed to be able to provide the space I needed for what I had going on. Clang, clang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bragging, and I'm not sponsored by Fruit of the Loom. It was a statement of fact. Anyway, the fortunate thing about wearing Fruit of the Loom was, even though they provided ample space in front, the elastic around my legs was secure enough to contain all that expelled while searching in the dark for the right key and waddling upstairs. So it was a diaper. The press suit pants I was wearing had not a single spot of fecal matter inside Fecal matter? Finkel. I tossed the all too important tidy, tidy whities in the trash. Shou- Don't throw away dirty underwear. You just turn in the shower. Just you, wash them there. Yeah, you turn them <laughs> into the clean side later. Stop. <laughs> Showered everything off and went to bed. Before anyone makes any assumptions, I left the industry not because of my alcoholism, but yeah. because of a racist, abusive boss I wanted to get away from in Indiana, and a job I was told was a sure thing two thousand miles away that turned out to be not such a sure thing. Oh. 
The advice I would give anyone thinking of going to the funeral industry. Do your research before you take any position. Call other professionals in the same area. Call florists. Call cemeteries. Yeah. And look them up on the state licensing websites to see if there have any been any violations in a place in the place itself or any of the staff. And for suck, fuck's sake, get the pay commission and per call rates, etc. in writing at the end of the story. Good for Thank you. I have something I've been sitting on for a while. What's that? As you guys know, working for Elon Musk, crazy people write us all the time. All the time. <laughs> you have another, is it a shit pants letter? I, no, it's not, but yeah. Is it more it's, from $400 million Mike? This is a, this is a, people send us inventions. And so, okay. this, this is an invention for a time machine. Nice. That includes a sketch and a diagram of the time machine. you got to send me a photo of this. And a page of equations. So this is how it starts. <clears throat> I am Eurus' son. That's Eurus' son. That's his name. I am worried that there is a huge communication confinement of me and what the fuck frame of surveillance in action. Best way, in my belief, to learn SR type science for TT messaging. A sphere moves to the right at an instant a center point turns to a sphere growing with constant radius speed to paint the moving sphere and the physics okay. is that in moving sphere. Yeah, it just goes on. It goes on. On, no, it goes I'm on. It down. No, don't do it. Don't do it. So we easily, after uh, this huge thing about spheres and calibrated spheres, he spells light lasers wrong. <laughs> what, like with a Z? Light is spelled L Y G H T, and lasers is spelled L A Z E R S. Okay, so far so good. So far, so good. Okay. Were there any Hot Pockets okay. involved? No, not yet. No. Oh, okay. Okay. So then he talks about that one. Let's see. So uh, the board has a question and answer shouts. He swears his answer and places coin and spot of coin in top row if yes. If we see that one would get a time machine, sometimes if instead of faster than light lasers timer units and co. This is, I, how broken does your brain have to be? Well, I this, mean, like the last time you could literally be talking to someone who who has mental health issues mm -hmm. so now you control the world easily and if that is true and this works perfectly then a guy dies by falling out of a building in a movie that starts with the band the h and then it's a blank space he didn't even want to write the band's name <laughs> he just like the h oh i sucked on that website just entertainment and sarcasm joke silly posting with misrepresentations sounds like he's talking about early e-bombs world i did <laughs> Remember that? Remember that? I think it still oh exists. My God, I think it probably does. That, but I remember, like, there were like four websites that I went to in my in my late teens and early twenties, and Ebaum's World was the one where you first found uh, peanut butter jelly time. Peanut yeah. butter jelly time. You know what I watched recently on YouTube, and it made me so nostalgic for how YouTube used to be. Oh, you mean uh, Ding Fido Dun Ding Fido Dun? Nope. I watched the Pork and Beans video from Weezer. Nah. -uh. Yeah, I did. Did you ever watch that video? I think I, I think I have. It's like every popular thing in nineteen. Oh my god! I, I and I, sorry, in twenty two thousand. I think it was two thousand eight. Oh yeah. But I, I when I first when I first met you and you did you did the the voice of Oswald. Yeah. I actually wondered distantly if you were the person who did the voice for the. Ding I've never Fries seen. I've never actually seen that video. Oh my god! The guy sounds like Oswald. <laughs> I got a run. I got a run. I got a well, run. I've been doing Oswald's voice since high school. 
for different things. Okay. Um, but that makes it more I, likely that it's you and you're just lying. Yeah. No. This guy I know did something and he might have been aiming to frame me for fun, but I'm very protective of him. And then in all caps, go with using speaker projector on me for TT time messaging for magic craft. Okay. All right. I won't. The thing to be tested. The thing is the sphere in the text could be the surface of the earth. Boxes, acute clocks are mailed to the other side of the earth with a photo flash blinking every five minutes. With a set of dummy buttons to roll a dice in between flashes to determine which button to press. And then he goes into how many LEDs there should be. Okay. And then how at many? the bottom I need to know. Goes, I'm building this. On Facebook, before resorting to fake special effects, the man is handcuffed to a clicking camera's rolling for lotto coin scratching on Failing, performing TMQ repeatedly. The girl jacks off the guy halfway. Oh, wow. And puts in his mouth a pipe of Obama time. <laughs> this is one word. Obama time spice plus marijuana mixture. <laughs> what? It's one word. I know. Obama, Obama time spice plus marijuana mixture. I think my brain melted. <laughs> If this works in reality as tested with this ghost laser thing on this page or with the TM ball and ring, then skull, GP, yes, five minutes, this is all in caps, no you didn't, needle terrors, a-hole video game, math is universal, pip, Bart eats soul, Bart trips on slushy, Homer talks to space coyote, Homer gets pricked in ass in computer generated graphics, and then written, handwritten underneath it. I found out at Mark is an Illuminati gangster that makes drugs. I'm innocent, not guilty, insane. Oh, Jason. I might need to explain more stuff in person. I'm a... This I'm is, a these are letters that are addressed to you. Oh, I'm a martyr for my brain safety. <laughs> well, I would hope that everyone is a martyr for their own brain safety. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt! I'm a martyr for my brain safety! <laughs> that, okay, that's gotta... Okay, that, that is the name of the episode now. <laughs> Then he shows it's what he did was he laid down his drawing on a photocopier and sent us the drawing. And what it is, is um, a bag of sand tied with a bungee cord through a loop, which (laughs) which connects it to a string, which is connected to the bottom of what he calls a low friction ball beams roto recessor, then a heavy ball. Then there's a vibrating motor on the top of it. And on the very top, okay, a metal Swastika. Jason, you you gotta send me a picture of this. <laughs> he wrote, he's written so many things on here. Can't set pointing startup. Motor turned on. Pause a few seconds, then drop sandbag. Free of charge. It works. <laughs> okay, sir. Alright. Now, what he did you do it, with the hot pocket after you fucked he, it? He, t- he calls it the time machine ball and ring. I'm not a spy. This is for copyright. Okay, thank you, Anubis Knuckle. What was his name? Anubis Hooves. Anubis Hooves for the story. Dr. Fifty Nipple. <laughs> thank, thank you, Dr. Fifty. Dr. Flesh Whistle. Thank, uh, yes, thank you. Yes, Dr. Flesh Whistle. 
<laughs> and thank you, Eddie, for reading this story. Yeah. And remember, yeah. guys, if you have a story that you'd like to send us, please let me listen. Contact you know the drill. Let me listen. Contact web uh, website. What, website. Go to contact page. Leave a form it's there, or send me an email. And let me know how you want to get it. Please. I have so many great stories Shut for up you. For I, can, let I am me a never-ending wellspring of stories about ignoring you all together. I let me finish. Dip my balls Shut all over up. your face. I'll kill and you. Then scream. Come, 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 come. I don't think you've ever done it. And for let me finish. He, was, he almost went to jail, Jason. Uh-huh. Don't, don't, no, he did it. Oh, he did it. He just did it to the wrong person. <laughs> this has been Jason Harding. Come, 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 come. Please say your name. And this has been Atticus Blake. Thanks, Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Man, he's dead. No, he's not. He will forever live on in the hearts and minds of all children. The Lemmy Finish Podcast is a Lemmy Listen Podcast production with Atticus Blake and Jason Harding. With music by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Jason Harding. You can find more Lemmy Listen Podcasts at our website at www.letmelistenpodcasts.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and iTunes. Please like and leave a review. And thank you for listening.